Welcome to Apple Arcade Plus, the show where you get to hear from the people behind Apple Arcade games. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. Coronia is a, a character which has appeared on all or, or other games. And she has a, on her previous games like Warcher Defenders, Swipecasters, Pixel Stars, and Black Tower Enigma. Now, this is a, a character and very special for us. Welcome back to another episode of Apple Arcade Plus. On this episode, we have Steve from Ogre Pixel, the makers of Jumper John. Jumper John builds on the Metroidvania genre in a really cool way by offering this 30-second chunk of gameplay, where you have to reach kind of the checkpoint, these little feathers, every 30 seconds. Otherwise, you start all over and die again. You play as John, this tiny little devil, and he kind of lives in limbo, as we'll talk about in this interview. And as you do in Metroidvania games, you unlock new abilities and discover new areas and have this expanding map that you learn more and more about as your powers gain. And it's a really engaging game, and I love the whole 30-second concept. And as we'll talk about in the interview, there's a full prototype of the game on their website, which I found was just a really cool idea to show everyone the origins of this game. So with that, as a reminder, you can email me directly at applearcadepodcast at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Every review is greatly, greatly appreciated. And with that, here's Steve from Ogre Pixel. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast. Can you first introduce yourself in your game, Jumper John? Yeah, sure. Uh, thank you for, for the call. I'm Steve. I'm director of Ogre Pixel. Ogre Pixel, uh, we're a studio based in Mexico since uh, 2014. And we are the creators of Jumper John. Jumper John is a 30-second Metroidvania, which is available on Apple Arcade. It's exclusive for Apple Arcade. The game takes place in, in hell. The player takes the role of, of the tiny, tiny devil called John. And he has to rescue uh, Jane and get inside the, the hell and fight uh, creatures, uh, solve puzzles, and run and run and run because he has 30 seconds to, to rescue her. Awesome. And then as far as Jumper John, the character, who is this guy? Uh, it's, a, it's a guy who is in, in a place which is not exactly hell. Let's say it's like uh, Limbo. He is spending the, the rest of, of, the, of, of his days there. And then suddenly something happens, and then he he decides to get into into hell. But other than that, he's just a, a, a good guy. He already met Jane when he was alive, and we can see that story on the on a special level, which we call it the onetic level, <laughs> where where Coronia, the fairy, can be can be found. Okay, and then. This 30-second idea, where did this come from? We were working on, on Jumper John as a speedrunning game. Uh, we wanted to create a, a, a platformer for, for mobile devices, which played really well. We found that the game Minute uh, appeared on, on the store, uh, on, on Steam and on, on consoles. And we found that the one-minute one loop uh, idea was great. Uh, I decided to try it on, on the prototype in that, in that, in that time. Uh, uh, to see how, how it feels. I, I really liked the result and decided to call it a 30-second Metribania because the the time loop uh, thing on, on Minute was, uh, as far as I know, it, it wasn't added to a Metribania game. So I just said, okay, well, let's try. Let's try it and see what happens. Okay. Yeah, and it really does work. It kind of focuses you each time to get something new done and you're able to continue your life by fi- finding feathers to continue the 30 seconds and i'd yeah. imagine eventually you can go through the whole game with 
getting these 30 seconds and finding your way through the whole area, right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's the way we decided to design the game, to keep adding feeders along the levels to become the challenge between each feeder, a challenge which can be achieved between uh, in, in 30 seconds or less. And where the idea to use a feather come from for this? As we can see, uh, for those who have uh, play, already played the game, Jane uh, uh, came came from above to, to help. And then uh, that that event was uh, a big event on, on hell. And then uh, suddenly those uh, feeders appeared on game. Uh, right now, uh, there is no explanation for it. But b- b- at the end of the game, there will be an explanation for for why why our feeders uh, are there. But what what I what I can say is that feeders appear once that came that Jane came from from above. Okay. And can you dive more into the story of Jumper John? Jane and, and John met on, on live, and then well, they weren't a couple, but there there were some chemistry between them. And John literally gave his life for her and that's why he he ended up on, on limbo and then jane uh, the time passed and jane went to the hill with a special mission at first the special mission seems to be like to rescue john but while while we we're playing the game there is a another mission a bigger mission uh, for that, that uh, why uh, jane uh, fell from from above and most of all, that's pretty much the, the story of, of the game with new chapters. When new chapters are being uh, uh, finished, uh, more more from the story will be will be discovered. Okay. And the chapter idea, uh, how many chapters do you envision Jumper John to have? Do you have kind of a, a sketch of where the story is going and how many chapters you want to build out? There will be a total of five chapters. There are there are three chapters available on the game. Uh, four chapter will be available this month, and we are working right now on the final chapter, which will be the the end of the story. Uh, we will continue adding more updates to the game with more content, uh, new maybe new skins for John or or that that kind of content. But the story itself uh, will be will be finished uh, in, on the final chapter, which will be the the fifth chapter. Okay. In Jumper John, he has a little flame on his head. Is the idea with the thirty seconds? Does that flame extinguish? Is that what kills him, or what's the what kills him at the end of the thirty seconds at each time? Yeah, uh, we 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 wanted to, as the player uh, itself is is looking at John all the time. We decided to add a graphic element on on John to help the player to know when the time is uh, when he has enough time. And when the time is very low, very uh, when there is no no time left, so that's why we decided to to add that that blue flame. That blue flame inspiration came from the movie Hercules from Disney. That the brother of Zeus had a, a blue flame on on, on his head. <laughs> <laughs> and the look and feel of the game, where did the inspiration for that come from? We wanted to create a mix between Super Meat Boy and Hollow Knight. Well. Uh, in I mean it's it's a, a midpoint because it it doesn't have the label of, of graphics of Hollow Knight because as this is a a action game we didn't want to put a lot of of effort on on the graphics itself but uh, that's why we we decided to create something between between those those games excellent yeah both games are just brilliant and good sources of inspiration for sure the uh, music and sound design are just 
Fantastic. What kind of direction did you give the audio team to create the soundscape? For the uh, soundtrack, uh, the soundtrack was made by, by a guy uh, from another uh, studio uh, from here, from Mexico. He's a musician, and, and I asked I ask him to, to help us with, with the music. Uh, he has uh, a big inspiration from Danny Elfman. From, uh, for those who don't know who Danny Elfman is, Danny Elfman is the composer from the Tim Burton movies, um, most of all. That's that we wanted to recreate that kind of vibe from from the movies. Uh, that's why we we feel that the soundtrack sounds a little bit like that, and we feel that it, it's a perfect fit for for Jumpy Jerk. Yeah, no, it it is perfect, and yeah, Danny Elfman, uh, great work as well. Well, Edward Scissorhands and yeah, all those other wonderful ones. Yeah, exactly. So what's the significance of the golden demon coins you collect throughout the game? And do you get to spend those at some point? They are just the, the regular currency uh, inside inside hell. Uh, along the levels uh, on Jumper John, there is a, a guy who sells who sells items. And the coins can be spent with, with him. Player can, can buy uh, potions, uh, maps. Uh, most of all, the, the most important thing to, to buy with coins I could say is are the are the maps and uh, yeah yeah that's the, that's a, a regular question. It, the coins has uh, horns, uh, just to to give a, a a little a little bit of of demon look to to them. Yeah, gotcha. And the map is just really wonderful. It reminds me a bit of Zelda and just its design, the original Zelda, and it's kind of cool to see it just empty until you actually explore the area. Then kind of fills in. It kind of gives you an idea of oh, there's something over there, but it doesn't really fill in until you actually visit those places and discover the way to them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we took the inspiration from uh, games like Super Metroid or Castlevania: Symphony of the Night, where the maps uh, works uh, exactly as as we made on Jumper John. Uh, there are rooms and which can be on the map uh, are marked on the map when when they are already visited or explored and uh, yeah well we we took the, the inspiration from from those games yeah now the website has a fully playable prototype of the game which is just great to see it it even has a little ascii level editor how does this prototype differ from the very polished apple arcade version of the game that website has a the the one of the first prototypes from Jumper John, yeah, Jumper John uh, art style where was uh, in pixel art, uh, very very low res pixel art. That was that was uh, how it was supposed to be the game, and it had a, a level editor. And well, for in this case for for Apple Arcade, as the the platform itself. It's uh, it has a catalog of, of, of great games with a very good looking uh, art style. We decided to to change from pixel art to this cartoonish uh, style we, we already have for for Jumper John. Well, in this case, we most of all for game controls uh, in like Apple TV, we decided to remove the level editor. Uh, because in on PC it's easy to create levels using the the keyboard and mobile it's a little bit difficult. But on on Apple TV uh, that would be very 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 difficult. So maybe we could um, think on a special level editor uh, to which could work on on Apple on on, on Apple TV and add it to to the game. Yeah, for level editors. 
Does the game need to be feature parity on all the platforms? Like, could iPad and Mac have features that the iPhone and Apple TV don't? Or does Apple kind of tell tell everybody, hey, have the same exact features everywhere for your game? In order to to be able to to publish uh, Jumper John for Apple Arcade, we have to make Jumper John to be uh, easily be played on all three platforms uh, for, for, for Apple in this case, Mac OS, uh, iOS, uh, iPhone and iPad, and TV OS uh, for Apple TV. So this is something uh, we, we have to achieve in order to, to be able to, to get the game to, to Apple Arcade. And yeah, most of all, that, that's, uh, that was a, a, a challenge, but having the game uh, being uh, available on all three platforms uh, feels feels really good. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I can understand the challenges of not having a physical keyboard to do a level editor on the uh, the Apple TV and the iPhone for sure. Uh, can you tell me a bit more on the history and background of this game? Like where the idea originally come from and kind of the early stages of creating this game? There's a, a story on the development for this game. The story uh, is from 2017. Uh, we were working on or other mobile mobile games. We are mobile. Most of all, we're mobile game de- uh, developers. We were working on Jumper John as a side project. We wanted to create a, a platform game for mobile devices, which could be played very well with very responsive controls. And in that in that time, the game idea uh, was an experiment. Uh, it moved from creating a small challenge uh, levels and and try to finish them in, in record time uh, on, or, or the best time. And then it moved to the level editor. So, play, so players could create levels with ASCII, with text, and then share them with other players and other players tr- uh, try them and get the best time. And then it happened where Minute, uh, the, the game Minute uh, was released and we found that that idea could be, could be cool for, for the game. And in that time, we were preparing to go to GDC, to the GDC for 2018. And 15 days before GDC is where I decided to to add the, this 30 seconds loop idea to the game. I decided to to rush on it and finish it to show it on, on GDC with with all the assistants, show them on my iPad and, and ask them what they think about it. Then. I rushed, I rushed on it, and I have a, a picture where uh, I am landing on, on San Jose, California, uh, and I'm with the computer uh, still working on the last last touches for, for, for this prototype. And then we were able to, to show it on, on GDC. There were a couple of, of parties where we could uh, set, uh, set, uh, create a, a small setup and, and show our game. And the people liked it. People really liked it. We created a very small demo on on the pixel art version of the game, which is the one kind of which can be played on the website. That prototype is what really like. People really enjoyed it, and that's why we decided to create this as a as a Metroidvania game. It, later, time later, um, and Apple was working on on this platform, looking for unique game concepts. And on the other hand, we have this uh, unique game concept because we call it unique because this was the first time it was uh, part of, of a platform game 
not a top-down game like Minute or an RPG because there is a there is also another game which is a half-minute RPG and this time this it was on a platform game it was a Metroidvania uh, that's why we call it a, a unique concept and the relation uh, was very natural um, that's why we we were we were able to to get uh, Jump and Jump to to Apple Arcade. Something I noticed on the iPad is that you can actually use a physical keyboard to tell Jumper John to move right or left. Are there any other controls that you can do with an extra keyboard? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Uh, we as as we 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 set up the game controls to allow the player to to play the game on the screen buttons for for iOS and also a keyboard a keyboard too. We also uh, allowed the player to to play the game with game controllers. We decided to, as as this is a single player game, uh, we 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 allowed the player to to move to move the the the, the character with many inputs, as, as the player can. And how does the external keyboard work? I figured out the moving, but are you able to do the like spin attacks and like the jumping? Like how how does the rest of the con- what are the, all the keyboard commands for that? Okay, well. Uh, it is it is supposed to be uh, with with C or M uh, keys and with the uh, spacebar. Um, this is how it's it's supposed to to work. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll have to give that another shot and I'll try that out. And then I you mentioned the touch controls, and I really love how large the buttons are on iPad. It just makes it so dead simple to just make sure you're hitting the right button, and it just makes it just super accessible. Uh yeah. Yeah, we we had a, a lot. We put a lot on on. on uh, we put a lot of a lot of effort uh, on the game controls uh, for the touch for the touch buttons um, because we wanted this game to be very responsive. Um, as you can see, you can be pressing the left arrow and then without releasing the touch, move to the right arrow, and the character uh, change the direction. So that's, that's something very um, something that maybe maybe players won't uh, not, uh, notice, but we put a lot of effort on on that kind of things to to make the the movement very very natural for for players. And then, as with most Metroidvanias, John slowly gains ability over time, like spin attacks and um, moving back really quickly. The spin attack reminds me really delightfully of sonic in just uh great ways um do you have any favorite abilities that you discover as john oh uh, yeah there is a a new ability can be available on, on this uh, chapter which is coming the chapter fourth uh which is uh john will be available we will be will be able to to summon uh a demon uh with the a small uh, voodoo doll. A uh, player can summon a, a demon, and the demon will uh, move through the screen and will attack all the all the enemies on on his path. And something also uh, that uh, summon summon demon uh, will be will allow uh, John to to reach different uh, switches and and can can activate uh, the, those those special switches. Nice. And um, can you tell me a little bit about Coronia, the mystical place inside everyone's mind that you'll encounter when you're playing this game? Uh, yeah, well, uh, Coronia uh, we, is, is a fairy. Uh, in the game, it, we, we don't know that 
she is a fairy. But I will tell you why it's a fairy. Uh, first of all, the place where Coronia appears is uh, the special place where John can uh, get the memories from oh, from where, where when he was alive and met Jane. Uh, so that that special place, uh, the the player can change souls for memories. We uh, Jane has, uh, I mean, Coronia gives us that that message because we wanted to to the player to think that that place is a is a dream for for John, not 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 precisely a, a real place, but maybe a, a dream. Uh, that's why it has uh, that uh, that vibe of clouds, uh, that vibe of a very special place, a good place, a safe place. But well, we wanted to to give the the character that 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 vibe. Uh, about Coronia, Coronia is uh, a character which has appeared on all or or other games. Uh, she has a, on our previous games like Warrior Defenders, Swipecasters, um Pixel Stars, uh, Black Tower Enigma. Uh, this is a, a character uh, very special for us. She she has been like the support supporting character on, on all our games, and we are very uh, we are sure that she will continue appearing on 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 the future games for for Ogre Pixel. That's really cool. Uh, do your games inhabit a shared universe, or is it more like an Easter egg uh, for those that have played your other titles? Yeah, uh, there are games which um, share the same universe, like Warcher and Stripecasters and Black Tower Enigma. Uh, in this case, Jumper John does not uh, exactly share the same universe, but it could. I mean, it could as as this uh, uh, as the game uh, as as we can see on the memories uh, from from John. Uh, the game takes place in in a in a fantasy world where like a medieval world with dragons, uh, swords, uh, wizards, and not a futuristic or, or not a uh, a different uh, different uh, kind of of world. So yeah, well, yeah, uh, John could be part of that of that universe. Excellent. And then you collect souls throughout the game, and you're able to redeem these for uh, is it artwork or what do you use these for? Uh yeah, the the souls, uh, the the souls, and those those souls can be we we wanted to think about them as lost souls on hell, which can be rescued. And then on the Oniric world where Coronia is, uh, there is a big fountain uh, where where John can uh, redeem them to receive those memories. Those memories are the are collectibles. They are represent as as pictures, uh, as frame pictures, with the uh, with the story of of John and Jane uh, in, in life. And yeah, most of all, though they are like another currency for for the game. Very cool. And then, is there anything about Jumper John that we haven't talked about that you'd like to before we wrap it up? No, I think I think uh, I think that's it. Uh, I would like to 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 invite everyone to to try uh, Jumper John and to to give it a, a chance. We keep updating updating Jumper John and keep improving it. Uh, please uh, feel free to to rate to rate Jumper John. If there is uh, there is something you want want us to to improve. Uh, you can share share it with, with us. Uh, you can send us a mail, an email to ogrepixel uh, at uh, gmail.com. And uh, 
pretty much uh, that's it. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It's been wonderful learning more about Jumper John. And yeah, it, it is a fantastic title. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Well, that was my interview with Steve from Ogre Pixel. Head on over to the App Store to download Jumper John right now. As a reminder, you can email me directly at applearcadepodcast at gmail.com. And please head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave a review. And with that, I'll talk to everyone again real soon.